Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Today we're in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 5 and 6. What is it about our salvation that brings such praise to God? Everything God does is in love. He saves in love. He forgives in love. He chooses in love. He adopts in love. He is love. For all believers, God chose to adopt us as his own children by bringing us to himself through the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Christ suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. As adopted children, we are safe and secure in God's family. We are His. Since we are His children, then we are also His heirs and promised a heavenly home in His presence for all eternity. God has done and is doing all that is necessary to bring His children to Himself. Undeserved? Definitely. Wonderful? Absolutely. We should all pray, thank you, Lord, for choosing me to be in your family as a dearly loved child. And we know this is according to the good pleasure of his will. Everything God does is a pleasure for him to do. Just think about it. God finds pleasure in saving our sorry, sin-sick souls. God finds pleasure in forgiving us of our sinful attitudes and sinful actions. God finds pleasure in choosing us and convicting us and cleansing us and in changing us. It pleases God to take a worthless sinner and transform him or her into a worthwhile child of God. Even though it costs God the death of his son, he somehow still finds pleasure in his entire plan of redemption, which is woven throughout scripture from Eden to the eternal city. Thank you, Lord. Although I do not totally understand that, I want to thank you for finding pleasure in saving me. This is all to the praise of the glory of his grace. There's nothing greater than God. There's no one greater than God. So logically, if the greatest conceivable being wanted to magnify the greatest excellence in existence, he would logically have to choose to magnify himself and to praise his own glory. There's nothing greater to praise. He inspired Isaiah to write, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. We are loved and accepted by God. Think of that. For all eternity, those who were helplessly lost in sin will be living displays of, get this, the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. All the praise and thanksgiving for our salvation must go to God. We have done nothing and can do nothing to earn it. We, as trophies of God's grace, are to praise him for his glorious, magnificent, and absolutely amazing grace. This people have I formed for myself, he tells us in Isaiah. They shall bring forth my praise, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Peter reminds us we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The do religions of the world focus on all the praise and glory on the sinner and his ability to earn his way to, to heaven. The done religion, if you want to call it that, focuses all on the glory of our Savior and God. Amen. Hey, our time's up. 
And I really hope that if you have, want some information on the wilds or the wilds in New England, or you want to study from one of our study guides on Ephesians or find one of the meditation books, simply log on to randhumble.com. And I hope that you have a good day.